Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? You know me, man. I'm chilling. A little bit more chilling than usual because we have a fantastic topic to discuss today. Oh, yeah. We got another fun topic to talk about. So this week, we are back on our road to Avengers Endgame with this week. We are talking about the Phase 2 movies from the MCU. So we'll go in order when they came out. We will talk about them. And at the end, just like phase one, we'll give our personal rankings of the movies. So first up, after the first Avengers movie, came Iron Man 3. Mike, what do you think of Iron Man 3? I think we want to spend as little time talking about it as possible, considering it was, it was pretty bad. I would agree with you, except there's one other movie I'd want to spend as little time as possible talking about. <laughs> is, that, is that a pun for something later on? No, no. It's just... There's another movie I just want to speed through, but um, uh, all right. well, we, so, let's give it some details. All right. Iron Man 3 is basically Tony having some PTSD after throwing a nuke through a wormhole. He's making a whole bunch of suits. Then this terrorist comes out who you think is Ben Kingsley. Turns out it's not actually him. It's what's his name? Aldrich Killian. Someone mm-hmm. that way, way back, Tony stiffed. I didn't really give him the time of day for an idea he had, and that idea made him millions, and now he's really the bad guy that gives people superpowers and allows them to basically explode. Um, A small side effect, of course. Yeah, very small side effect. But it was the worst opportunity to use Ben Kingsley as just an actor portraying that role. Meanwhile, the real villain, Twist, you've seen him throughout the film. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I did like what... The director. Uh, this time it is not John Favreau who did the first two. They switched up and it was Shane Black. Um, as in tradition for a Shane Black movie, it is set during Christmas time. Um, I did like the beginning of the movie. I did like how they went into Tony's PTSD. Because if you think yep, about was... it realistically, any human that just went up against an alien force would be a bit shaken by it. I think that's probably the best part about the film. It is. And that's, that's kind of sad. I don't think that's kind of sad, but if that's the only good thing about the movie, yeah, it's the best part about the movie, but there should be other fun parts as well. Again, the Mandarin switch was disappointing. It is a waste of Ben Kingsley's talent. He was funny in the movie, but he, Mm -hmm. if anyone who's watching this, if you've ever seen the trailers leading up to this movie, it was really, really dark. The way Ben Kingsley talked as the Mandarin, the way... You know, he seemed to scare Tony Stark. Like, it seemed like it was going to be really, really good. And halfway through, he's just, what was he, like a British person, right? He was a British actor. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, once that switch happened, all the worry of what happened to Tony Stark and Pepper just went out the window. Yep. At that point, we're just trying to finish up the movie. War Machine, or I guess in this movie, technically, is Iron Patriot. That's all right. The ending fight scene is pretty cool with Tony switching in and out of suits. But they kind of had to make up for the fact that he wasn't in the suit for like two thirds of the movie. Yeah. So yeah, for me personally, this is the weakest of the Iron Man movies. I agree. And um, I guess I'm kind of glad they're not doing an Iron Man 4. Yeah, thank God for that. All right, so let's move on. Next one after that came out the same year. At the end of the year, it is Thor The Dark World. Is it okay if I start off with this one? Absolutely. This is the one I just wanted to speed pass through, and it's kind of a shame because I did like elements of it. I did like, I really liked Loki in this movie. 
I yep. think in this movie he is better in this one than in Thor one. The villain, I think, at times was even more disappointing than the Mandarin because he had a great actor for it. But it wasn't that they like at least Ben Kingsley was interesting for the first half. This guy was a good actor. They made him do nothing for the entire movie. I don't remember a single thing he did. I barely remember the villain's name. And overall, it it seems pointless. Like the movie seemed pointless. Other than introducing an Infinity Stone. Yeah. I feel the movie was just made to, okay, well, we need to set up Thor for Avengers 2 and then overall an Infinity Stone, and we did that, and uh, that's it. Oh, and of course, Thor 3 with uh, uh, Loki at the end. Yes. So, yeah, this film wasn't necessarily as strong. I wouldn't say it's as bad as Iron Man 3, um, just because there was a lot of good moments in it. Some, like, the beginning fight scene with Thor on that other planet was pretty cool to watch. But overall... Still not that strong. Yeah, I had a good fight scene. I did like the uh, the escape from Asgard. Yeah, that um, was Thor pretty... and Loki escaping. That that was pretty cool. But um, yeah. And that even the scene, Loki's death, wink, wink, he didn't die. That was pretty cool because at that point you really thought he was dead, and it kind of like, showed yeah. the brotherhood between them, even though all that they've kind of been through. But again, like. Loki is the best part of the movie because, like you mentioned, with his death and how Thor actually still, you know, is upset about it when their mother dies. And Loki is, like, actually upset about it to the point where he is just straight telling Thor, you can trust me to the point where we kill this guy. Like, I'm not going to betray you. I'm not going to do anything. We got to go kill this guy because, you know, he killed our mom. And then, of course, you have him fucking around with Thor a little bit, though, with the uh, Captain America cameo. Yeah. That was pretty funny. So... If we're done talking about that movie, can we start getting to some good ones? Yes, we can. All right. Mike, would you like to start off with Captain America, The Winter Soldier? You mean debatably the best Marvel film they have ever made? It just might be. So Captain America, Winter Soldier is the sequel to obviously the first Captain America and the Avengers movie, where turns out Steve's long lost buddy, Bucky, Bucky Barnes, is actually alive. And he was actually brainwashed and kind of resurrected by Hydra and turned into their personal assassin. What's really cool about this movie is the grand scale of how it affects the universe. So going into it, I don't really know what you you would expect, but it definitely wasn't that for the first watch. You don't expect Hydra to actually be S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So that was a huge twist. And as far as, like, all the acting goes, the action was all on point. Even some funny scenes, they were all there. The cool scene is when uh, Black Widow and Captain America are basically on the run trying to find out, like, the secret Hydra base, which was where Steve Rogers was training when he first went into the army. Like, that whole experience was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a nice callback to the first movie where he was trained. Uh, Yeah, again, we kind of just agree on this, the... uh... It was a, it was a more serious plot. It was great action in it. It really did set the tone for how things fell into place a bit for Avengers two, right? How there's no shield for more or less the entire movie help, helping them out is because shield fell apart. It does introduce new characters such as Falcon, you know, who was a great addition. Uh, Nick Fury even gets some time to shine. A highlight scene is his uh, his uh, chase scene. It's fantastic. I was gonna say his return was pretty cool too. His return was pretty cool. But his main scene in the chase, I think, is one of the like top two or top three parts of the movie. Yeah. But again, there's so many great moments in the movie. 
it's it can, at times can be hard to pick. I don't know if you noticed this, but when the they started revealing like the uh, who who was in Hydra, do you remember the senator from Iron Man Two? Yep. Yeah, that makes you that makes Iron Man Two slightly better after the fact because it's like, well, shit, he's saying the government wants a suit. Would he mean Hydra wants Iron Man suit? Makes you think. Yeah, but uh, it still doesn't change my opinion on Iron Man Two. I, I understand it doesn't make Iron Man Two a great movie, just. Slightly uptick it a bit because of the connections, but no, Iron Man Two is still. I understand, not your favorite movie. Really ties in all films. Essentially. It, it it really does. It connects a lot of things together. You even have the Easter eggs of uh, when the the machine they're using that's going to like the the program that's going to predetermine who might be a threat. You see glimpses of like Doctor Strange up there and stuff like that, leaving the breadcrumbs for what will come in Phase Three. But overall, a fantastic movie, and definitely when we get to the end of all these movies and we do our ranking this is going to be probably the top if not near the top of our lists so with that we should move over to what's the next one guardians of the galaxy the first one yes guardians is directed by uh james gunn and it was a movie that really had a lot going against it so it's a mix and match of all these super beings and star lord and you don't really know if it's going to work, how the atmosphere is going to be, how the filming's done, all the CGI, because it does take place a lot in space. Let's be honest. It's a bunch of nobody characters, for the most part. Yes. That's kind of what I was trying to get at without really saying it. But it worked great. James Gunn did a terrific job with the directing. The actors were awesome in it. Batista killed it. Chris Pratt killed it. Bradley Cooper as Rocket killed it. And I really have to say, mm-hmm. probably one of the best performances ever done, known to man. Vin Diesel is Groot, of course. Because, you know, it's it, it's hard saying I'm Groot, let me tell you. No, it's easily uh, Vin Diesel's best performance ever. Probably the most diverse and believable performance. I would say even emotional at times. Yes, agreed. Especially in the end with the, the very sad I'm Groot when he's mm-hmm. like sacrificing himself. Yeah, you get the emotion out of that. Oh, yeah. Where where was that acting in all the Fast and Furious films? There's no emotion. Just paychecks there. Yep, and cars. But that's neither here nor there. Tyler, what did you think of the movie? Yeah, uh, for, for more or less, I, I agree with you. This did have a lot going against it because a couple things. Besides the star actors they got, the characters themselves, no one in the general public has heard of them. Really, anyone new going into this is that it's a Marvel movie in space and that's it what the end result was is at least at the time uh the most unique marvel movie to date with the use of music throughout the movie its style of action at some points and the characters with their unique abilities what james gunn did with this movie is basically elevate the stars of everyone there right batista is now a more serious actor because of it chris pratt is in multiple franchises and with this movie, he started the space section of the Marvel Universe that will expand in Phase 3, as we see. So, while well, at least initially, the Winter Soldier had a more impact to the Marvel Universe, I definitely think you have to get give uh, Guardians of the Galaxy some credit here for expanding well, the universe as well. It opened the universe up a lot. It did. Also, another Infinity Stone. Very true. And a dance-off. Yes. Which you would think on paper sounds like the stupidest idea for a final fight scene or the ending of a movie. 
But in this case, it works. And it works well. Turned out to be very entertaining. So we got two more movies left. Um, let's talk about the big one. And probably very mixed reception. Avengers Age of Ultron. This is the sequel to the first Avengers movie. Also, again, tying in all the previous Phase 2 movies. Again, written and directed by Josh Whedon. Mike, what did you think of Age of Ultron? I kind of have mixed feelings about it. Like, I do enjoy the film, and I even rewatch it to this day. But it kind of lacks some elements. Like, it didn't really hold up to the first Avengers. But I do like the different route that they went to. So, like, you... I liked seeing the Avengers interact with each other in this film, especially during the party scene after their big Hydra bust. Like, that was awesome to watch. Just them chilling off the clock, having a good time, getting a laugh, and then yeah, all of a sudden... Would have loved to see more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the Maximoff twins were pretty cool, and I do like uh, Quicksilver's interactions with Hawkeye. I think those probably the best comedic parts of the movie but i feel like ultron as a villain just wasn't all that great yeah i i feel that has to be i think that's more with josh whedon than uh the performance performance was good it was just yeah it's just the way he was written to be at first serious but then over time be like too much like tony stark and at, at times it definitely didn't feel like he was all menacing again like iron man 3 the trailers led you to believe yes and I feel another issue the movie had, uh, it's brought up a lot at the time, uh, a lot of the threads in the movie, the plot points were just straight up to set up phase three. So you have, you know, Thor going, uh, seeing his vision of seeing everything in ruin kind of sets up and his knowledge of the Infinity Stones sets up him traveling beginning of Thor Ragnarok, which leads into Infinity War and all that. It sets a lot of things up for phase three, which at the time, didn't feel fulfilling because, again, this is supposed to be a big movie for Phase 2. But I think in hindsight, it does connect to Phase 3 well. So I do think it has made a better movie because of the Phase 3 movies. However, you're right. Yeah, it's not a bad movie at all. It's not. It just but doesn't live up to the first one. It doesn't live, yeah, it doesn't live up to the hype of the first one. It's still a good movie. But again, yeah. And even if you take away the Phase 3 connections, whether you like them or don't like them, you still have Ultron is still kind of a weak villain compared to everything else. But it is elevated by the performances of the Avengers and their interactions and the action itself. Yeah. So we got our last movie here for Phase 2, and it is Ant-Man. Ant-Man was supposed to be directed by Edgar Wright until they fell out and he left the project, bringing in Peyton Reed. However, Edgar Wright still has a credit for writing at least part of the script. And this movie is basically following ex-convict Scott Lang as he gets the Ant-Man suit. And it's kind of like a heist movie. Would you call it a heist movie? A little bit? Style? Um, yeah. Like, what's the best you, way to put this movie? You could argue it's kind of like a superhero heist movie. Yeah, kind of like how The Winter Soldier is like a superhero slash spy movie a little bit. Yeah. I don't know, for me... I liked it more than I thought I would. Uh, it's definitely real funny uh, with a lot of jokes in it. And the fight scenes toward the end, again, were unique with the shrinking ability. You know, when yeah. you have Tom as a tank engine as a major part of a, of a fight scene, it's pretty funny. Yeah, especially when it zooms out to actual scale and you're just seeing like these tiny little explosions kind of like happening on this his daughter's playset. Yeah, like if you just walk in and see those explosions on the place, I'd be like, what's happening? Like, that, 
they they play it off as funny and it works. Yeah. Uh, no. Did you? Yeah. What did you like about the movie? I just kind of liked uh, kind of like where they took it. So like the movie didn't take itself too seriously. It did. Like where a lot of Marvel movies take themselves very, I don't want to say seriously, but we just got a whole bunch of heavy movies, a lot of death, a lot of destruction, and this movie had pretty much none of that. Destruction was to a very minimum scale. And there really wasn't that much death in the film, so it kind of made it more of a family-friendly action comedy. And I do like the whole Paul Rudd being cast in it, because I feel like he really made that performance. Yeah, no, he, he kills it in the movie. He, he is, I, I think, him and... Uh, Michael uh, Peña. Was it? Michael Peña, yeah. Th- those were the, uh, the, the standouts for the movie. Absolutely. I would say uh, a downside I do have for the movie, I, again... It's a great movie, but it's not perfect. And uh, the villain, I would say. Again, they cast a great actor. The issue is, for the most part, he's just a generic, I'm an evil businessman, and I'm going to sell my version of the suit, make a lot of money. And that's just it's just not that interesting. Yeah, it's kind of been done before. I mean, not exactly this way. Not exactly. Like, kind of like Iron Man 1, a little bit, but yeah. Because the end, you know, the ending battle is like two versions of the suit battling each other, and it's like, it's cool, but you know, it's not original at all. Yeah. So, if you don't have any more thoughts about Ant Man, uh, do you have your rankings ready? I believe I do. All right, please go ahead. What is your rankings of the Phase Two movies? Top to bottom or bottom to top? Bottom to top. Work your way up. All right. Last is definitely going to be Iron Man Three. Fourth would definitely be Thor, Ragnarok. Three would be Ant-Man. Two would be Guardians. One would be Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. And I assume you meant Thor the Dark World. Yes. Okay. What, what did I say? You said Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. No, that would never be second Yeah, it would, last. Never, it would never be that low for you. <laughs> no. All right. Just got uh, me. It was. Yeah, you're, you're jumping ahead a couple weeks. <laughs> all right so my ranking is kind of similar to yours the last place is iron man 3 then thor the dark world then ant-man then i would say avengers guardians and then captain america the winter soldier i think that's uh that's a fair ranking of the movies yeah you know what i just forgot i completely forgot to put avengers in there but it's literally the same exact list as yours so we'll, uh, we'll just leave it at that. Oh, so you throw in Avengers uh, in third place? Oh, no, no. All right. One, Winter Soldier. Two, Guardians. Three, Ant-Man. Four, Winter Soldier. Five, Thor. Two. And sixth would be Iron Man. Three. Okay, so fourth place for Avengers. Yeah. So okay. I did enjoy it. All right. So that is about it for this week's episode. Mike, if they had any thoughts on Phase 2 movies, where can they let us know about that? Well, they can always shoot us a direct message at Entertainment Expansion on our Instagram page. Or, if that doesn't tickle their fancy, they can always send us a direct email at entertainmentexpansion at outlook.com. That is right. And on our road to Avengers Endgame, we have a couple episodes left. So, between now and when Endgame comes out, we have the Captain Marvel episode coming soon, along with two episodes, because there's so many, of the Phase 3 movies. 
So keep an eye out for that. Thank you for listening and see you next time.